This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. This episode of 20th Century Boy is brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon and the TCB Overflow podcast. If you finish 20th Century Boy and you want to hear more from me, head to patreon.com slash radio mic and for as little as a dollar a month, get the Overflow podcast. An extra podcast every single week. And the Pat and Mike show where producer Pat and I talk everything behind the scenes of 20th Century Boy. The Patreon is overflowing with content. We'll see you there. Hey guys, Mike here. Thank you for checking out this bonus episode of my podcast. If you don't know what this is, uh, every week I do a little radio cross on live FM, not not even FM, AM radio uh, over on 3AW, a talk station here in Melbourne with Dee Dee Dunleavy. Last year I did a segment called um, Showdown. This year I'm doing a segment called What's Trending? So every week I bring a bunch of trending news, uh, particularly online trending stuff to DD's show. It's at 1.45pm every Thursday if you are in Melbourne or if you where, wherever you are, I'm sure you can find a way to listen to the radio station if you ever want to tune in live. But because I want as many people to hear this as possible, uh, I repurpose it about once a month uh, as a bonus podcast on this feed. So, so if you're a hardcore Mike fan, a hardcore Mikester, you can hear everything I do. You don't have to tune in live. I will repurpose it. So this is the second compilation of these that I've done. Um, And it was a good month. It was a decent month. One of these uh, segments is, I would say, the worst I've ever done. I came out thinking, I just wasn't prepared. I was kind of in a bad state of mind. And it's interesting when you're like, because I've I've mentioned on the main pod that I was feeling a bit under in terms of mental health lately. And it's hard to kind of just get in the frame of mind where you have to like act really happy on the radio so super intense but uh you know it's uh it's still a good exercise so one of these I won't say which one I thought was the worst thing I've ever done on air but um a few of these were were really good I really enjoy enjoyed it still really enjoying this and hoping more kind of radio stuff comes from it uh of course patreon.com slash radio mic helps me uh with the time it takes to cut all this together So, and uh, I would appreciate any donations there. You get access to two bonus podcasts, the Pat and Mike podcast and the TCB Overflow, which is out once a week at the same time as the normal podcast. Go and check out Harry Potter and the Boys, my Harry Potter fan fiction podcast as well. And uh, yeah, I will kick it off with uh, this, the first segment. So each, each week I basically bring three or four stories um, to the front and uh, see how they all go and uh, kind of banter with DD around them. So let's get started with the first week and I will just flow on from there. Thanks, guys. Talk to you at the end. On 3AW Afternoons, Internet A, What's Trending? With Michael Liberale. Humid, God, that's a big introduction. Uh, humid with a top of 24 today. Possible thunderstorms this afternoon, mostly in the northern and northeastern suburbs, right out. Uh, and 22 at the moment. Michael, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you going, DD? I'm going fine. Tell me what's been trending this week. Okay, DD, there's some things you just can't explain. I'm going to play a bit of audio for you and the listeners, and I'm telling you, this bit of audio has gone viral across the internet this week, 
I can't explain why. Let's take a quick listen to it. Would you consider yourself Ye's muse? Yeah, a little, maybe. What is a muse? I mean, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Jazz. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like things like right. that. Okay, I'll give you a... Have you heard this, Dee Dee? No, but I'm laughing at the okay. way she talks. Yeah, so basically, I'll give you a bit of content. This is from a Spotify original podcast called Call Her Daddy, a podcast by a woman named Alexandra Cooper. Don't know who that is. No. The guest and the woman speaking and saying uncut jams is a woman named Julia Fox, who was an actress in the film Uncut Gems, that Adam Sandler Netflix film. Did you see that? No, but oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, a very odd film. So is she, is she saying gems as in like, you know, precious, <laughs> precious stones? Yeah, she is saying basically the director, Josh, Josh Safdie, like she's saying that she was his muse when they were filming the movie Uncut Gems. But of course, she says it as Uncut Gems. Oh, and uncut jams. everyone <laughs> is making fun of the way she said that word um, all over TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. It's just exploded. And rightly so. What a ridiculous way to say it. Uh, why was Bez Lerman's <laughs> name floating around? Baz Luhrmann is directing a feature film biopic based on uh, Elvis Presley. Are you an Elvis fan? Oh, not particularly, no. It's, it's so weird, Didi, because I feel like all the stuff that I really like because my mum was really into, you're not into, but my mum loves Elvis and I can't wait to see this movie with her because I grew up listening to Elvis in the car with her. Uh, should I, is this a, a cry for help, Michael? Do you want me to come and save you from her? <laughs> Are you no, enjoying so it? You don't like Elvis's, you don't like Elvis's music at all. Oh, not particularly. No, no. I think I like, I can't help oh. falling in love with you, but that's about ish. And he was good yeah, looking. Well, anyway. I'll give you that. Yes. It, yeah, well, Baz Luhrmann is directing this biopic in a similar vein, I guess, to that Bohemian Rhapsody film based on Freddie Mercury that came out a few years ago. A lot of um, music biopics have been coming out lately, and this is, I guess, the next one to join that lineup. Okay, and um, the Star Wars TV series, what's that? Okay, how would you feel? Let's let's test this one. How would you feel if I told you that Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader will duel again this year? How oh, does that make you feel? Oh no, I've just <laughs> revealed I'm not an Elvis fan, and now I'm going to have to come clean. I'm also not a Star Wars fan either. Is your mum uh, into Star okay. Wars? No, but funnily enough, my mum's not into Star Wars. But Good. yeah, there is a brand new Star Wars series coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's based on Obi-Wan Kenobi. You you must know Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Though, yeah, I know who they osmosis. are. I haven't been yeah. under a rock so, all these years, yeah. <laughs> they are coming back. Uh, they are being played by the actors Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, who, who played Obi-Wan and Anakin Skywalker in the Star Wars prequel trilogy. And it's launching on May 25th with John Williams, the original Star Wars composer, writing the music as well it's like you're very exciting it's like you're speaking another language to me and i just don't understand it michael thank you um i do i'm telling you so many of the listeners know exactly what i'm talking really? about do i no, i reckon there's a few with their head on the side as well like like we're all like dogs right now like what um i do however know who the foo fighters are and am excited to hear them coming to town uh mm. there was a bit of a, a twitter storm involving them yeah, okay, so the Foo Fighters coming to Australia, performing at GMHBA in Geelong, and Dan Andrews, our premier, some people love him, some people hate him. He's done a tweet essentially saying, this is the biggest gig Australia has seen in two years. 
It's uh, the biggest celebration of live music anywhere in Australia. It'll feature homegrown talent, and I can't think of a better place to kick it off than GMHBA Stadium. Great, Foo Fighters are awesome, but uh, singer-songwriter and pop musician Amy Shark, I think we've got a, a grab if you don't know who she is. She's great, love her. She is really great. She's actually retweeted Dan Andrews' tweet about the Foo Fighters, and she's just said, um, hi, Dan Andrews. I'm also playing this night. My name's Amy Shark, and I'm an Aussie artist playing Rod Laver Arena in Melbourne. Cheers, Dan. Nice. So little bit of side-eye from Amy Shark to Dan <laughs> Andrews there for something that he probably could have looked up before making the tweet. I probably could have done, yeah. We'll give that at one point. Amy, uh, Dan Andrews, nil on that particular one. Uh, Michael, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We'll catch up with you again next week. Michael will tell us what's trending then. <laughs> On 3AW Afternoons, Internet A, What's Trending, with Michael Liberale. 11 minutes to two. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon. I still love that intro every time I come on the show. I feel like it's so fitting for me, Dee Dee. Thank you again. It's huge, yeah. Big entrance. And, but the thing is, you've got to I, back it up with something. A big Yeah, blunder. I also realise... Whoever's making the intros at 3OW has an impeccable taste for comedy television. There's, there's a Seinfeld uh, quote in the in the previous segment opener, a Simpsons quote in mine. It's very good. Oh, you've just endeared yourself wonderfully to Richard, our panel operator, who's uh, the, the man behind all of that, uh, Michael. So what's been trending this week? Okay, I'm sure you've seen this, but I, what I've noticed is American presidents always seem to be the most idiotic people that could possibly be elected. Um, Joe Biden this week, obviously talking about the terrible unfolding situation in Ukraine. Um, Here's what he said. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. He'll never, he'll never extinguish their love of freedom. He has said uh, the Iranian people as opposed to the Ukrainian people there, um, which is a, a major blunder. He can't, no, I did hear that yesterday. I, I can't hear it enough. It just, he can't even read an auto cue. It's just, and, and yet sort of Nancy Pelosi and, and what's her name, his Vice President Kamala Harris, they leapt Kamala to their Harris. feet and they applaud everything he says and he, they must be holding their breath the whole time and sweating on what mistake he's going to make next. What it else? is amazing how, how Biden is so, just making so many mistakes. That being said, Didi, I don't think that is the stupidest thing an American president has ever said. Probably I think not. this still is. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. Yeah, I really, I really miss the Bushes, Bushisms of uh, the early 2000s. Human beings and fish are living peacefully now. George W. Bush, thank you for that. Unbelievable. Now, the meerkats, Michael, what's the news on them? Well, on the same uh, kind of train of thought, because of this unfolding situation with Russia and, UK- and Ukraine, um, compare the meerkat. Uh, compare the market.com, who are known for their advertising campaign for the last probably over ten years using meerkats. I think we've got a grab of them here. I am Alexander, founder of CompareTheMeerkat.com.au, where we compare meerkats. But lately, we get many people looking for CompareTheMarket.com.au. It's a very strong Russian accent, isn't it? And because of that, they are now dialing back on using these ads during TV broadcasts because the, because the meerkats are Russian. 
How amazing is that? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I, I think because um, the original story was that the meerkat came to Australia and from Ru- from Moscow and travelled around, um, but now they're sort of trying to pretend that he's not Russian at all. I I, <laughs> I have to just say though, I, I'm still not tired of the meerkats. I like them. Oh, amazing! Because I think this is the dumbest ad of all time. I have always hated it ever since I was a child when they started running them. How it is dare so you. annoying. How dare we, you? Do you think we're gonna? Do you think we're gonna get a meerkat now with an Australian accent? I think yes. I think you'll you may see something like that. I think yeah. It just just depends. They'll, they'll do research, I reckon, and see whether people object to it. Because we we keep having this conversation. It's not the Russian people so much. It's just their insane dictator who people are uh, angry at. And there was a lovely trending moment out of the um, the flood situation up up uh, the east coast. Speaking of animals, this incredible hero has. God, sorry, that was a bad segue. Speaking of, sorry, uh, a man has swum into flood waters in uh, 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 one of the flood affected areas to save a drowning wallaby. He's pulled this wallaby out of the water and saved saved this animal. It is such a beautiful moment. And I think it just shows the um, I don't know the heroism of human beings. He says he felt a bit crook after pulling the wallaby out of the ocean. He says, I went home, had a shower and a bit of a spew to get out, to get some of that horrible water out and had a couple of stiff drinks to sort of sterilize my insides after pulling it out of the flood water. But I think it's a quite a phenomenal moment caught on video and a real testament to yeah, I, I really enjoyed this moment. It's 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 great footage. I agree. I thought it was lovely. Uh, very much the Aussie spirit, and and certainly not because you can hear the police saying don't don't do it. They caution people against going mm. into floodwater, so he went against what everyone mm. should do. But he reckoned he kind of knew what the water was doing because it was still, it wasn't moving past. So he thought he was safe to go yeah, in. Right. Apart from that spew, he was okay. Michael, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Dee Dee. Good on you, Michael Liberale. There, what's trending? <laughs> On 3AW Afternoons, Internet What's Trending with Michael Liberale. At 12 minutes to 2, Melbourne's weather mostly cloudy, partly cloudy today, top of 21. It's uh, 20 at the moment. Tomorrow, pretty much the same. Saturday, sunny at 23. And on Sunday, looks lovely, sunny with a top of 27. Michael, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dee. I'm actually on my phone today instead of on a proper microphone. So apologies for any quality dip. That's uh, compared okay. to the usual the usual routine we have. I'm going to judge you on the performance, not on the way the quality of the sound is, Michael. So what have you well, got? That for, makes sense. What have you got for us? What's trending this week? Okay, the biggest thing I think everyone has been talking about this week is the brand new Batman movie. Have you seen it, Dee Dee? Are you interested? No, I didn't even know there was one. Every time I bring up a pop culture thing on this segment, Dee Dee, you're never interested at all. Yep. <laughs> Okay, well, Robert. What's Pattinson, your point, Michael? <laughs> Robert Pattinson, who played uh, who plays Batman, who has previously been played by Ben Affleck, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton. He's he's the newest Batman, and he said back in a 2019 interview with the Guardian uh, when he was announced to be the newest Batman. He said, "If this Batman movie is a flop, he's going to turn to art house porn." Oh. Now, Robert Pattinson. Really good-looking guy, so I'm sure lots of people wanted this movie to be a failure. Unfortunately, though, it's landed pretty well. It's very critically successful. 
Um, it's made $300 million. So unfortunately for any Robert Pattinson fans, uh, you might just have to stick to him in Batman costume. Um, yes, it's it, there's been a few dud Batmans, hasn't there, over the years, so I can understand why he thought there was a risk to it. So he'll, yeah. he'll be acting in mainstream movies. I'll be, I'll be off to see that this weekend, Michael. No, I'm not. You know I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, thought, I got excited there for a sec. I thought you might actually be interested. Um, now, there was a moment in, in Russia, and there have been many that have been big in the news, but this one in particular was trending. What was that? Yeah, because of the unfolding situation in Russia, um, which is really serious, by the way, but lots of brands are withdrawing their support uh, in Russia, including brands like Toyota, Apple, Netflix. You can't watch Netflix in Russia. You can't listen to Spotify in Russia. You can't use Airbnb. Disney won't release any of their films in Russia. But one of the biggest ones that's trending is McDonald's. And I heard you talking about this before. McDonald's has closed over 800 of their stores in Russia. Um, And because of this, on the night before the closure, lines to get into McDonald's are so long. There is a drive about half a mile, just under a kilometre, which is probably the amount of time we here in Melbourne were waiting to get PCR tests at the height (laughs) of the Omicron uh, breakout. But this is crazy. Would you line up for a kilometre in drive-through to get a Big Mac? I'm going to shock you again after the Batman thing. I think this might be more that you can take, but I have never in my life eaten McDonald's. You've never in your whole life? No, never. That is, okay, that actually does shock me because yep. for me it's a regular, a regular cheeky snack. <laughs> well, I, I just have no interest in it. Um, I've got, good luck to them. I think they seem to be doing okay without me, so I don't think they're too concerned about it. Um, gee, they like it. Well, it's, it's good, actually, Michael, that that was causing such a stir in Russia because it might make the people take notice of what's actually happening. Um, yeah. And one more little one. I know this is going to put a lot of people off. I mean, cruise ships are trying to get people back on, but this might yeah. just turn them away. What happened? I wasn't sure if cruise ships were back, but this is such a, a funny story, and I think it's okay to laugh at this one. How are you with water slides, Dee Dee? Do we match up on water slides? Well, I'm not that keen. Okay, fair enough. I love water slides. So we're we're learning a lot about each other today. We're very different people, Dee Dee. But um, there's an incident uh, that occurred on a water slide. Some water slides these days, Dee Dee, they have loop-de-loops. So you actually go in a loop in the slide, right? What is the point of this? Yes. Uh, it's so fun. And generally, it's actually quite demeaning because often at um, water parks, you have to weigh yourself before going on a loop-de-loop slide because if you're not heavy enough, you won't actually make the loop and you'll get stuck in the water slide, which is exactly what happened to this woman on a cruise ship off the coast of Mexico who got got stuck in the water slide three times. So she goes down gets stuck in the loop, tries to get back up, goes down again, gets stuck in the loop three times. Now, a lot of people are watching on on this cruise ship in a mixture of concern but also humour. She did post this video on TikTok herself. It's gotten 15 million views. Um, So I think it's okay for us to have a laugh. It's quite a funny video and it's all in good humour. I don't think she minds at all, Michael. Thank you so much. Uh, I don't know whether that'll put people off or it'll make them want to do it all the more for their own Instagram or TikTok moment. Michael, thank you so much for updating us on what's trending. Michael Liberale there. On 3AW Afternoons, Internet, eh? What's Trending with Michael Liberale.
Michael, you're young, you're connected to the internet. Uh, and Good afternoon. <laughs> hello, therefore you like, know. Like most people, I'm connected to the internet, Dee Dee. <laughs> oh, I, well, I think it's more of, actually, you know, you're right. My dad's in his 80s. He's been doing Skype call, no, um, Zoom, Zoom calls. Yes, Zoom. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I don't think I've even done a Zoom myself. All right, what's been trending this week? Okay, did you see this huge, mainly Twitter storm this week, but there was a, look, a the federal government uh had a logo made up for the Women's Network and it had an unfortunate resemblance to uh, a part of the male anatomy. That It was definitely not a, a good look. Did you see this, this logo? I did, but I thought it was someone had made it up pretending that it was the logo, but was it genuine? It was a genuine logo and, yeah, like, I, I mean, I want to say it's a very unfortunate coincidence. I would hate to think that this was done deliberately, but you've got to imagine how many people saw this logo before it was published and didn't comment on the fact that it looks like what it looks like. Now, thankfully, it has been pulled after all of the criticism. That's probably they not, are going to be uh, Michael. That's probably not the turn of phrase I would have used. I've I've just realised I've used a terrible <laughs> phrase to describe the fact that it, it has been discontinued right. and they will redesign the logo. But it was an unfortunate situation this week. <laughs> exactly, and there were some people I think trying to um, imply that the prime minister himself had drawn it, and I don't think that that is the case. I think he's probably got other things to do. He's probably drawing, busy. Yeah, yeah, one of those in purple texture. Um, now, <laughs> Russia has made some changes to its media piracy rules, but it's it's inadvertently made it – is it sort of now legal to pirate stuff in Russia? Can you explain what happened there? Yeah, really interesting. And we did talk about this last week a little bit, how a lot of uh, brands and companies are pulling their products uh, and services from Russia, including places like Netflix – um, and people in Russia now cannot access Netflix and Spotify and other things. So as a response to that, the Russian government has said, okay, well, we're going to legalize media piracy. So you can now download illegally, well, legally now, movies, TV shows, music, video games and software because we're relaxing the laws. So if you're not going to allow us to get them legally, we're just going to make it legal for our citizens to just start downloading stuff, which is really interesting. It's so, um, uh, what's the word, fascinating to watch how they're mm. trying to manipulate what their people see and do. Um, Absolutely. And in this particular case, it's backfired on them. Uh, Jeff has called in off here to ask, will we be putting the logo up online because he, he now wants to see it? No, Jeff, we uh. won't be doing that. <laughs> but if you can probably a... imagine it. it. It's a W with something coming out. Uh, like a, a rectangle coming out off the other side of kind the W. Of that, that's yeah, rectangle that's kind with of a rounded end, and I think that's probably yeah. enough. If you've got a fruit bowl, have a look across at that, Jeff. That if there's anything, oh, yeah. I'm not going there, Michael. Um, now, <laughs> politics is always dirty. Somebody has drawn on a political poster, but the way that the candidate whose face was defaced on this poster, her response was brilliant. Tell us what happened there. Look, so Georgie Hart is her name. She is a Greens candidate in Unley in South Australia, so a little bit far from where we are. But, yep, someone has done the classic uh, vandalism of a political poster. There's a moustache, glasses, and um, a cigarette coming out of their mouth, all just in black texture. And 
instead of, uh, you know, not acknowledging it, what Georgie Hart has done, oh, they've also changed her name from Georgie Hart. They've replaced the H with an F. So I'll let you figure it out. And what she's done is she has in real life replicated the graffiti on her own face, standing in front of that poster. She's filmed a video. She's called herself Georgie F-A-R-T. And um, she's just basically owning it and poking fun at herself, poking fun at the situation. It's quite a funny video. Um, and you got to respect someone who can uh, have a little bit of at a laugh at a bad situation. Oh, I think she's nailed it. It's one of the best things I've seen in ages. And uh, something really uplifting to leave us with, Michael, as we mm. bid you farewell until next week. Tell us about the seller violinist. And as we leave you, we'll have a listen to what happened there. Tell us what happened. So her name, I'm going to probably pronounce it wrong, which I apologise for, but her name is Vera Litovchenko. And uh, she's part of the Kharkiv City Opera Orchestra. But at the moment, because of the unfolding situation in Ukraine, she's actually um, locked herself in her cellar to protect herself from what's going on. And she's a she's a violinist, I should say. She's a professional violinist. And she is YouTube streaming her violin performances. Quite beautiful. And what's happened is a group of violinists from around the world in support of her have all gotten together to play a quite a beautiful symphonic uh, piece on their violins together. And um, as you said, I, I think we're going to close out with a bit of that audio. Talk to you next week, Michael. Thank you. Isn't that lovely? I think it was 94 other violinists joined in. There you have it, guys. Thank you so much if you made it to the end. Really appreciate it having such a good time doing this segment. You may have noticed as well, for for one of those, I was on the phone because my mic wasn't working properly and I had to kind of improvise there. So I just, yeah, did it on the phone. But I do actually think it's really awesome that, um, you know, I'm fully sustainable in not sustainable I'm fully um able to broadcast from my house like I don't go into the radio station to do these what happens is I get connected up to the panel um via Skype and uh all of it's just my gear so it's just amazing that you know having this tech set up and having the ability to do all this stuff and to do it all literally from the same room that I do 20th Century Boy and all the other stuff that I do and reading ads for Hamish and Andy, like all of that is just from literally a home studio that I've developed myself over the past few years. And a lot of that comes from you guys and the support that you guys have given me, you know, every dollar counts and helps me expand and get more microphones and get more stuff and make it easier for me to do the stuff that I want to do. And yeah, being able to broadcast to the entire city of Melbourne from literally my study at home where I do all of my work is amazing and I'm glad that I've kind of gotten to this point um in terms of my that's what I meant by my sustain I can sustain my own workload with the stuff the gear that I have and that's awesome yeah hope you guys are enjoying it again next month I will have another four weeks worth of those to put up for you so I hope you like those and yeah if there's anything you want me to talk about on the main podcast or anything like that Definitely shoot me a message as always, radiomikepod at gmail.com, radio.mike on Instagram, go on the YouTube channel, comment there, just get in touch with me because um, I'd love to hear from you. And of course, 
If you like me a lot, patreon.com slash radio Mike is where you can hear more of me and more exclusive content. You can also follow the podcast on uh, Instagram now, uh, which is at TCB pod over on Instagram. Would love to have you following us there. Um, so yeah, guys, until next time, I will speak to you soon. See you later. This episode of 20th Century Boy was brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon. If you just finished the podcast and want to hear me talk even more, head to patreon.com slash radio Mike to get access to the TCB Overflow podcast, an extra podcast every week, and the Pat and Mike show, where me and producer Pat talk behind the scenes of making this show. The Patreon is overflowing with content. We'll see you there. This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch. Radiomikepod at gmail.com.